Hi friends, this is Self-Care and Soul Care for the Caregiver, and I'm your host, Sandra Peoples. To us, self-care isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. We are abiding caregivers who want to take better care of ourselves so we're able to care for the loved ones who rely on us. This is episode 28, and today we're talking about the five goals I want to meet every day this summer and the apps that are helping me reach those goals. If you're like me, your rhythms are all out of sync right now and you need a little help remembering what is most important and getting those priorities done each day. And since we're talking about helpful apps, I'm also sharing four I use every day, three I'm learning to use, and two that I almost forgot how to use since we haven't needed them during the pandemic. I hope my recommendations are helpful to you as we manage our homes and families through the summer months. Before we jump into today's topic, I want to mention the sponsor for this week's episode. It's By the Brook, a virtual conference for female caregivers hosted by my friends at Rising Above Ministries. It's happening very soon, so be sure to listen all the way to the end of the episode to find out how to register for free. I really love checklists, planners, calendars, and proven methods for anything that will get me from point A to point B. And it's especially exciting to me if I can get from point A to point B in the most efficient way possible. If a headline says five ways to read more or three steps to be a better friend or clean your house in 15 minutes with these time-saving tips, chances are I'm going to click it. I am a doer and I'm married to a doer. If you're into the Enneagram, I'm a one and Lee is a three and they say no other number combo gets more done than a one and a three. But during the summer months, it's hard to be a doer. My usual routines and rhythms are thrown out the window. Remember way back in episode eight when we talked about habit triggers? We said to get into good routines, we needed to stack one action on top of another. Like I would put on my tennis shoes each morning before I took James to therapy so I could stack the habit of walking a mile at the park after the habit of dropping off James. But in the summer, those habit triggers are disrupted and our routines are out of whack. It opens up opportunities for spontaneity and more fun, which of course we all love, but it also sometimes makes me forget the basics, like spending time in scripture. This year is different from previous years, of course. Our routines were disrupted even before summer arrived. Since we've spent the last few months out of our regular habits, I've had to find ways to help me not forget what's most important as we move through our days. Today, we're going to talk about what works for me, setting five goals to meet each day, and then tracking those goals. We're going to talk about a lot of apps, so let me say right now that they are all linked in the show notes on sandrapeoples.com slash the podcast under episode 28. The first one I want to mention is called Streaks. It allows me to set goals, track them, and program reminders at different times of day. Those reminders are my triggers so that no matter what's happening, I can make sure what's most important to me is actually happening. Let me walk you through those five goals and the apps that help me meet each goal. Number one, reading scripture. Back in episode 14, I interviewed Stephanie McKeever about self-care and soul care when caring for someone in the hospital. We talked about 
the discussion Martha had with Jesus when he gently reminded Martha that her sister Mary had chosen what was truly important, sitting at his feet. What Martha was doing was important also. She had a whole house full of people to feed and care for, but it wasn't the most important. Like Martha, I need a reminder to sit at Jesus' feet and learn from Scripture. So my first reminder each day is to do just that. I use reading plans from the Bible app and usually go through a book of the Bible or a series of books, but I also like to break those up with some of the topical reading plans that they offer. I'm currently reading Be the Bridge with Latasha Morrison, and a couple months ago I enjoyed the one called The End of Me by Kyle Eidelman. If you set only a goal or two for your summer, reading scripture is a good choice. In fact, it's the best choice. Second, walking 5,000 steps a day. I've read that the recommended goal is 10,000 steps a day, but in an average day, I get 3,000 or fewer. So 5,000 is actually a pretty good goal for me. To track my steps, I use the step tracker on my watch. It actually syncs with the Streaks app, so I don't have to tell it when I've reached the step goal. There have been a few evenings when I've even had to march in place at 9 p.m. to get those extra steps in before bedtime. Third, my third goal is to connect with a friend each day. I talked more about this in this month's self-care newsletter. If you missed it, you can find a link in the show notes. But being a good friend is a big goal of mine. (laughs) And sometimes it takes a reminder for me to reach out and connect with someone, especially right now when we aren't seeing each other in person. I primarily text friends, of course, but I also use Voxer and WhatsApp. Voxer is my favorite. It works like a walkie-talkie, so you can record messages that your friend can listen to when it's convenient. It's much easier than talking on the phone because I can still get things done around the house, walk around, take care of the boys, and then record and respond to messages when it's a good time for me. You can also create groups on Voxer and talk to each other throughout the day, like I'm in a prayer group with 11 other people and so throughout the day we were sending prayer requests to each other and lifting each other up. WhatsApp is similar. I use it primarily to communicate with friends who live outside the U.S. Staying connected is important even if you need to be a little strategic about it like setting a goal to text or vox someone each day. Fourth, praying. I talk to God throughout the day, but I also want a little structure to my prayer time and reminders to pray for things that I might not think of on my own. I use the Operation World app to pray for a country each day, that the gospel would transform lives there. Operation World is also a book that I've used for years, but the app makes it so easy to learn about the country of the day and pray along with others lifting up that country as well. I also sometimes use the Daily Prayer app, and that has a morning, midday, evening, and late evening prayer prompt and scripture reading. If you like even more structure and guidance when it comes to prayer, I I really recommend it. Fifth, reading. (laughs) It's not so much that I need a reminder to read each day because reading is my favorite thing to do, but sometimes I do need to remember to read a variety of books. I usually have three or four going at the same time, and they fall into certain categories. First, a theology or Christian living book. Second, a fiction book. 
third, a nonfiction book. Right now, that's Everyday Faithfulness by Glenna Marshall, A Gentleman in Moscow with my book club, and Marketing Made Simple by Don Miller and J.J. Peterson. My theology slash Christian living books are usually paperback copies, so I can underline in them and then even share the book when I'm done. The fiction books are usually Kindle books or library copies. Because I read so much and I hit my limit on money I can spend on books, I use the library for physical copies of books and for digital copies. So Overdrive is my favorite app for digital library downloads because I can send those books to my Kindle. My county system doesn't use Overdrive, so I had to get a card from the Houston Public Library system, but they were happy to give me one. I didn't have to have a Houston address. My friends also tell me that they like Hoopla and Libby if you want to check those out, but Overdrive is the one I'm most familiar with. So, (laughs) those are my five goals for each day this summer and the apps I use to help me reach those goals. I want to spend time in scripture, walk 5,000 steps, connect with friends, pray, and read. It, It kind of feels like a lot talking through all of them together, but these are my priorities, and if I don't make a plan for them, they probably won't happen. While we're talking about apps today, I wanted to share a few more with you that might help make your summer even better. I'm going to share four that I use every day, three that I'm learning to use, and two that I almost forgot about while we were all home during the COVID restrictions. Remember, you can find links to all of them in the show notes at sandrapeoples.com slash the podcast. So first, the apps I use every day. The first one is Feedly. Uh, I use it for reading blogs that I subscribe to. That way, if I miss the author sharing a link on social media, I still don't miss the post because it comes into that feeder. I like the way it's organized and how easy it is to share links from the app onto Twitter. The second one is TimeHop. TimeHop connects to your social media accounts and shares what you've posted on that day in previous years. Um, I have a pretty long streak going on TimeHop because it helps you keep up with the streaks. So my record right now is 1,146 consecutive days as of today. But seeing pictures of the boys from when they were little is one of my favorite things to do every morning. And so it's for sure on my list of most frequently used apps. Okay, the third one is BuzzFeed. (laughs) And I know it's kind of a silly one, but sometimes you really need to take a quiz to figure out which character on Dawson's Creek you are most like. Uh, I got Gran, which probably surprises no one. Or you may need to know which Disney princess you would be best friends with. So BuzzFeed is just an app that I go on to take a quiz here or there, um, just to kind of break up what's happening in my day. Number four, Visual Timer is one you need to know about if you have a loved one who thrives on routine and gets stressed during the summer when there isn't one. You can set the timer and it shows the time ticking away. It's perfect for when you need them to wait for your full attention or to count down to doing something fun. Okay, so that's four I use every day. Here are three apps that I'm learning to use. The first one is Overcast to listen to podcasts. People who love podcasts say this is the best option, so I really want to try it out and see if it works better for me. I'll let you know if I like it. The second one is Toady, T-O-D-Y. Have you heard of this one? It helps you keep the house clean by tracking the last time that you did certain tasks. 
so I can look at it and see when I last washed the towels in the bathroom or scrubbed the tub. I'm not sure I'm going to like this method better than having a day of the week that I always do the certain task, but for things that get done less often, I think it might be helpful. And third, <laughs> the third app that I'm learning to use is uh, the Sonic app. My sister uses the Sonic app and tells everyone she knows how much she loves it. It's happy hour all the time when you use the app. And since there aren't many places we can go right now to get out, we do go to Sonic at least once a week. Um, and a side note, because I think it's a cute story to share. When my son James was younger, he really loved strawberry slushes. And my grandmother, uh, when she was alive, wanted to make sure that we always had money to get him one any time that he wanted a slush. So every month, she would send $20 in the mail and called it James's slush money. It was such a sweet way to show that even though we lived really far away and didn't see each other very often, she cared about James and all of us in that very small but important way. Finally, there are two apps that I almost forgot how to use over the last few months, Tiny Calendar and Life360. I use Tiny Calendar to sync my calendar with Lee's calendar so we know what's scheduled all the time. Of course, for the last few months, not much has been scheduled, so I got out of the habit of using it. But last week when he said, the calendar's up to date with the meetings I have, <laughs> I remembered how important it is to us. I better start paying attention to it again. We use Life360 to keep up with where everyone is. Uh, for months, we've only been at home or at the church because it's close enough to walk to. But as things open up, we're going more places. I usually check the app to see if Lee is driving before I text him or see how close he is when he's on his way home. It sure helps the two homebodies in our family, uh, that's David and me, <laughs> keep up with the two who are always up for an adventure, that's Lee and James. Well, friends, we went through a lot of apps in this episode. It makes me pretty thankful to live in a time when we have all these ways to help us reach our goals, even when we're out of our usual routines. So let's take a minute to pray together now, like we do at the end of each episode. God, we echo the words from this prayer from the Puritans that can guide us during the seasons when we are out of our regular routines and need help with our priorities. They write, I wish not so much to do as to be, and I long to be like Jesus. Help us to grow more and more like Jesus each day, the founder and the perfecter of our faith. And thank you for technology that can help us grow in Christ-likeness. We pray for wisdom today as we look ahead to the summer months and may need to set priorities and goals so we don't neglect spending time with you and loving others. Thank you for caring about the details of our lives and helping us to glorify you in all we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for spending time with me today. I'd love to hear about your favorite apps since you got to hear all about mine. We'll be talking about today's episode in our Facebook group, hashtag abiding caregiver, self-care and soul care for the caregiver, and on Instagram where you can follow me at Sandra Peoples. Now let me tell you more about this week's sponsor, Rising Above's upcoming conference for female caregivers called By the Brook. It's held each summer in Tennessee, but this year it's open to all of us because it's happening virtually June 26th and 27th. That's coming up really soon. 
Depending on the restrictions where you live, you can participate with a small group of friends in someone's home, with a small gathering at church, or individually at your house. Just register for free by visiting risingaboveministries.org slash by the brook. I'll be speaking via video Friday night on a topic I know you're already passionate about, self-care and soul care. Again, remember to register for free at risingaboveministries.org slash by the brook. Thanks again for hanging out with me today. I'll meet you back here next week. And until then, I'll be praying for you and your family as you abide in Christ. And remember that apart from Him, we can do nothing.